Welcome back to another episode of Not Another BL Podcast. And today we're talking about episode eight of Only Friends. Yes. Oh, and I'm BL Gossip Girl or Shannon. And I'm on all the social media platforms. Next. And I'm BL Chef or Kelly. Same. And I'm Red is Trying or Heatherly. This is our guest. Um, yay, again, yay. Yay. <laughs> uh, CJ is all right on TikTok, Instagram, and Twitter now. Oh, I know. You're on Twitter now? Surprise. Shannon, I, I commented on your thing I and you liked things. it. Listen, <laughs> I know, but I had a thought where I was like, oh, I don't normally see CJ here. Mine's being yeah. like, how many CJs do I know? <laughs> I should not be expected to. <laughs> yeah. Oh, this is the episode. Um, fuck, it's episode eight, guys. That was a roller coaster of the an episode. Halloween party episode. Yeah. We did, we've done recaps for all the other ones. Does anyone want to do the re recap this time? Does does our guest want to? Sure. Yeah. <laughs> let's do it. <laughs> I have it all written down. We have um, in break one, Chum is upset about Mew and Ray. And then Ray wants to be friends with Sand. Sand says no. And then they watch Yo and Plug break up. Um, Top confronts Mew about Ray after seeing him smoking. And then in break two, Ray shows up at Sand's school and is bugging Sand about helping him with his community service. Um, Top asks Chum for help. Nick is trying to get a job with his movie and the boss, Papong, Dan, is very flirty with him. Uh, Chum's brother goes and talks to Boston and complains about his girlfriend. Mew wants to throw a party. And then I think that's in the same episode. He blames he. That's when the party starts. I think um, Mew and Mew avoids kissing Ray. Mew then antagonizes Top in front of with Ray and kisses Ray in front of him. Throws the drink in his face. Blames Top for everything. And then Chum tries to talk to Ray and sh he dismisses her. And then. Uh, at the party, Nick tries to talk to Boston. Boston is not receptive. Adam goes to talk to Boston. Ray interrupts Sand, who's about to kiss the other Freddie Mercury, and then is inserting himself into the situation and kisses Sand in front of him, and that starts the fight. And then Chum's brother is still flirting with Tom, and she gets upset about it. Mew goes and like yells at Top in Boston in front of everybody and then throws up and Top takes care of him. And then we end the episode with Ray almost getting arrested, Top paying off the cops, Chum yells at Ray, Top then goes and takes care of Mew, tucks him in, and they cuddle, and that's weird. And then Boston goes home with Adam and... I don't know where Sand ends up, but Ray is just sleeping on a couch. Sand went home with Nick. Nick. Yeah. Oh, okay. Nick. Yeah, I missed that part. 
Yeah, Snake cuddled into him and started crying, and they walked out together. Oh, right, yeah. I I want those two together. Like, come on, guys. <laughs> Run away into the sunset together. Leave this mess behind. I don't think anyone needs to be with anyone. I think they all need a little self-work. I would really like it to end up with none of them together. I'm not rooting like, for anything. I don't anything. think it's going to happen. Me either. I, I want it to be Boston and Nick in a horrible relationship. And they're just looking at the disaster that is all their friends. That's it. The wreckage that is left. I do think the show is Very leaning idea. towards Top and Mew. Yeah. Being together mm -hmm. at the end. And I didn't, yep. I didn't, I started thinking that last episode. And then this one, I was like, great. Yeah. <laughs> My only thing that'll switch it, well, no, because someone says they think maybe we'll get Chum's point of view next but that doesn't make sense to me because it's a lot of nick what? uh boston what? oh my god you no jesus <laughs> Ray Sand. Oh, yeah it, a lot of ray sand next week so it's going to be ray or sand's pov to me yeah. um next week i think if, if we're going off kelly's um theory about that like who's at the end it's their point of view this was boston's pov this episode and I had made the comment, I was like, whoever POV this is, they have great taste in music. And then, <laughs> what's Boston? But also, it made a lot of sense to me that it was Boston. Once we got to the end, I went, oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. I cheated. I got through halfway. I thought, uh, I got halfway through episode break one and was like no i need to know so i went to episode four and like went to the end and when i saw that it was boston i was like wait well what i was so excited to see what was going to go forward but i even commented on kelly's video earlier that i could have made the argument that it was chum's episode a lot like, of people feel like it's Chum. yeah yeah that's what i Which thought makes me wonder yeah. about their relationship because I would not have expect whether it's Chum or Boston. I still, I don't think they're going to make us guess. I don't think that's, I just don't think that's the show. Mm -hmm. I think they're telling us what they're doing. Um, so this person, this point of view, like they're going to follow the full formula, but um, it still introduces a relationship between Chum and Boston that I did not realize till this episode. Mm -hmm. Or his perception of their relationship. Cause she's been very vocal about, about how me. she feels about him and it's negative and I don't like it. The way that she talks about Boston is- I honestly don't like how she talks about anybody. Yeah, yeah, she's just yelling. She's just always just like putting all of them down. Also, oh, I did not talk about this on my video. She's not rich. Mm -mm. No. Have we talked about the fact that she's not rich before? Well, I didn't actually know until this until episode this that episode. she wasn't rich. And that could so be just for me not paying attention to her. That's that could be an, on me, but I, I didn't know until this episode. I don't think we episode. knew. So that's what, like, what is she Ex doing in that friend? How did she get in that friend group? Also explains why every single time she talks about how great Top is and how great Ray is because they're rich. They're, yeah, yep. she always brings that up. I, the one thing um, about this episode was, uh, I agree that how she talks about Boston has been so frustrating. And then to have every, you know, I, you see a lot of critique of this friend group that they don't do anything for Ray. They're not trying to help Ray. 
But this girl has been like pumping Ray up, all this kind of stuff, telling him all this great stuff about himself. And then this episode hit and she was like, Mew and I used to try and like stop him. We used to try and stop his behavior. And then she like list off. She's like, now he's doing all these dirty things. He's becoming a dirty person. I was like, why have you not told Ray this about himself? Like, I get you're trying to pump up your friend because they're down and they're all this stuff. But in that moment where it was suddenly everyone was like, oh, he's bringing Mew down. Yeah, that was, that was the moment when everyone was like, oh, Ray's actually horrible. And he does these horrible things. So I was like, he's been horrible this whole time. I know. And the, only person, <laughs> the only one calling all that crap out the whole time was Boston. Well, well it, oh, go ahead. She did the same thing about top last week. Yep. He's top top tier, top tier. He did what? Oh, he's a piece of trash. Oh, we got to get this dude away from you. Get out of here. We don't like you. Like, she is so on Muse Jock. Yeah. And I don't know what that's about, but she is very much, very much Mew. And you mentioned that's kind of funny because with Top, it was like, oh, I knew he was a player, but I didn't think he'd do this. And Boston was like, hey, he'd probably do this. I mean, Boston didn't need to use himself he as the example. When Boston said that too, the, yeah. yeah. I mean, this, like, this is not surprise time. This yeah. is look at all the things I've listed out that have actually happened. Like yeah. I listed out. Chalm is interesting to me. I don't understand her, but again, we don't know who she is outside of everyone's April, perception. April was the only her. relatable and real person there today. Yeah, it was well, I mean, interesting. Boston was too, but like out of the. The reliable yeah. ones. <laughs> it was interesting. She got the most screen time in Boston's POV than anyone else. Yeah, I thought so too. And my heart did break when she was chewing Ray out for all of that. I I felt so bad for her at that point. Yeah. I felt bad kind of for everybody at that point. Oh that, uh. my god. Someone said in my comments, they were like, Oh, uh, when will Ray hit rock bottom? And I'm like He's there, okay? This is rock bottom. He's just in it. He's just surviving <laughs> in it. He doesn't want out of rock bottom. I uh, I even after today, I was just like, I still saw someone going, well, maybe this is the thing that's going to turn him around. And so they're excited yep. about next week because they're like, well, this was so bad. Every, I'm like, do you realize every episode, this is what you say? This is the well, this is the thing that's gonna turn him around. First it was Sam loving him that was gonna turn him around. Then it was that falling apart that was gonna turn him around. It was Mew getting upset and telling him about himself and him apologizing that turned him around. He has who's no different this episode than he's been all the other episodes. Mm -mm. It's not been turned oh. around. Yeah. Yeah. It was just somehow the most obvious one. Like I feel like people who have been really for Ray, this episode is going to be the hardest one to defend. There was also, I know. It, also, they are doing it. It was something I pointed out when he kissed Mew without Mew's consent. I had said, I want, I calling this shit out. I was like, because it's harder to recognize because it's not violent. It's not aggressive. It's none of these things. It's really hard for people to, to call that what it is. Um, <laughs> And then this episode, he grabs Sand and kisses him when Sand has literally said no. And now people were like, oh, my gosh, what he did to Sand. And I was like, but this is what he does. He's done this so yeah. many other times. 
but now it's clear because there was like a, this sense of violence to it. And I'm like, God, I don't know. His his behavior has been so bad, even when it didn't have that layer. Mm -hmm. What, Heatherly? I said it was also clear because uh, Sand was fighting back as it was happening versus knew it was after the fact. And I was like, it doesn't matter. It is the same thing. Yeah. But people were like, they could see that he actively didn't want it. I was like, he was asleep. I don't yeah. Um People need to stop touching that man when he's sleeping. <laughs> he's not even my sleeping. I yelled at the screen, do not kiss him, do not kiss him. I was, I was, worried. <laughs> I was like, I, was I like, can't no. do this again. <laughs> I, I said, look, uh, Top is supposed to be like the chill one this episode, so we're not going to get that because he's supposed to be chill. He still didn't need to be all hugged up on him. That no. was not no. that was I'm so sad. Like Mew is not going to want to wake up until he crawled into bed with him. I'm yeah, like, what are I would be doing? equally as uncomfortable to oh, no. find out that that changed. had happened to me. I was too. nothing the only has thing changed. I was okay, with was taking off the necklace because that should not be on your neck while you're attempting no. to sleep. Yeah, yeah. Fine. but the pants, but, like, but the pants could have stayed on. Reason. Also, why did they have to zoom in on them holding hands over his crotch? I don't know. It was weird, man. I was like, that was unnecessary amount of screen time with his thigh. Thank you. And nothing has changed for Mew. Yeah. He was yeah. passed out. He missed 90% of what just went down. He's not <laughs> supposed to be in that man's house. He loathes that man. And he's going to wake up in his arms? Yes, exactly. He doesn't want to be in this man's arms. Mm -mm. Also, if he can't remember anything and he wakes up in his arms, that's, like, traumatic. Yeah. I will say though that they cuddled up and the one is fully clothed, but still, like the one is unclothed. <laughs> right. Not by his choice. Uh. No. And the the other thing is I I don't I feel like we're we might get this sort of plot line next episode of the whole top being like, Oh, he's taken. Oh, I'm showing up everywhere you are. Oh, you don't understand. Like I'm gonna get my that not leaving a person alone. Yeah, and, and we've seen it a lot in other BLs. <laughs> One of the no, oh, never mind. Love in the air, Popeye. Or, or oh, yeah. yeah. The ah, what was it? The other thing I was kind of saying because there's so many people who are like, oh, Mew is just you know he feels this and now he's doing this and he's so changed. And what kind of is getting to me is I'm like drugs and alcohol they don't turn you into a completely different like they can yes and all this kind of, you could do things you're not normally there's certain things that we're seeing with Mew but I'm like these are things that Mew has had since day one and now they're amplified because yeah. of the drugs and alcohol they're not new yeah. they're just at a higher level like like his treatment of his friends I'm like yeah he's always been saying some shitty things and had this superiority to them and all this kind of stuff now that he's at this point, it's a times a thousand and yeah. it's way more in your face. And you're like, oh, why would he, you know, he's using Ray like this. I'm like, he has kept Ray by him. And he even said, I knew you liked me this whole time. Yeah. I'm like, there is. And, I and he waited until he himself was low in yeah. order to use this. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And it was, yeah. And I'm like, I don't, Ray is a hot mess with all of his stuff. But Mew, this is why I said, you hang out in these circles, your friends are doing drugs, they're drinking like this, they're having hookups, all stuff. 
you pick things up. Mew might not know who to like. He might not have a drug dealer. He doesn't need one because his friends have the drugs. There's just things that you know when you're in these groups of how to get access to stuff. And so that was that was one of the things. Mew knew how to get access to everything. It was Ray. It wasn't Ray being like, hey, you want to, you know, you want to do coke? You want to try coke for the first time? You want cigarettes? You want this? Mew wanted these things and he yeah. knew where the access was. And yeah. Ray asked every time, are you sure? Are you yeah. sure? Yeah. Yep. Yeah, he was yeah, being forced me, like, into it. Everybody was blaming Ray. I was like, Ray has his own issues. I'm still mad at Ray. I'm fine with being uh -huh. mad at Ray for being Ray. That's fine. Yeah. But I was like, we need to stop blaming him for what's happening with Mew because Mew's using Ray, not the other way around. Yeah, he's placating it, but he's not the one in charge of what's happening like, there. He, I'm not sure if he picked it up. I'm hoping that he picked it up, but I'm not confident that he picked up the fact that he didn't kiss him in the room until and then the moment they were in front of top and he was mad at top he like made out with him and then drug him away and i was like that was not a ray initiated thing he didn't initiate the party he didn't initiate the drugs he didn't initiate anything he just supplied it yeah i think for ray right now ray is nick i'll take him any way i can get him yep I he agree. doesn't have to treat me well he doesn't have to be good to me I, I mean, he, not like right now, that has been Ray this whole time. He's been yeah. like, you don't have to actually date me. I'm just going to stand yeah. here. I'm sticking to you. Yeah. And so now he's getting, he literally said to stand. Well, at least now I'm over that friendship line. So it's better than before. I have been two years at least. Two years at least. This whole episode, I was like, thank God Boston warned sand. Like, if that audio had gotten to them through, like, if that if that audio had gotten to them some other way, and Sand had never been warned, Mew, uh, Ray still would have left Sand. Would have dropped him, would have gone to Mew the moment Mew was like, hey, you know, now I'm low. Like, if, if it wasn't, if that part blow up at the party hadn't happened where at the birthday party where um boston told sand and got in a fight with ray if that hadn't happened um and then we just went forward and someone else got that audio to mew because let's be honest nick was not keeping that shit locked down tight um <laughs> or someone else just knew about the hookup and it got to mew mew still would have broke up with top and he would have been low and he would have been there with Ray and Ray still would have chosen Mew because he's consistently chosen Mew over Sand. And so I feel like that just would have been like in my like so much worse if Sand hadn't even known about that little dynamic. Because he didn't know that Ray liked Sand. Is that what you're saying? Yeah. If he Mew. hadn't gotten that heads up, like because this was. Because I like I don't think it changed the progression of things. Yeah, I think it just, no. no, it didn't change. Maybe, the progression. It was like forewarning for him. Yeah, that. Like, it stopped sand. So did it change anything? And still, it just it stopped apparently... sand from getting further involved or like emotionally invested in Ray before that happened. I would disagree, I disagree with that. I disagree with that hundred percent. I disagree huh? because after he found it all out, he specifically placed himself in it versus before he was just watching it from the outside with Ray. What do you What do you mean? Sand is fully involved with Ray, even with that information. I'm saying that this point, Sand was still like holding off, like all this kind of stuff, like maybe not, maybe this. 
if that had not happened, I see Sand just going, yeah, you know what? I'm going to get all in with Ray. Maybe we like give this some sort of shot, all that kind of stuff. And that would have been like, that would have really, really sucked. At that point, when it happened, they were still in this like, oh, this is kind of like a nice night and he liked him and all this stuff, but it wasn't. Well, it was the conversation he had with Nick last week that tells us that he is the same as Nick, where he would, he'll he'll do whatever as long as he's still in his life. It didn't stop him, is what we're saying. It didn't really change Sand. Because Sand is just lip service. Sand doesn't fall. It just takes one, nah. No, no. He does everything every single time. He has it. He's still hooked. He's still just as hooked as before. That's what I'm saying. I don't think. I don't think it really stopped Sam. I think it. I think in a way, I understand where Shannon is coming from. In a way, it would have hit him harder. Like if he would have found out about Mew. Yeah, that I agree with. I just don't think it actually changed the way he did anything. I don't think it slowed him down. In fact, I think it changed his tactic. Yeah. See, for me, I guess it changed things with Sand because I see Sand as like, this is Sand eyes wide open. Yeah. He's got the stuff. He knows what to be prepared for. Even that conversation with Mew where he was like, uh, not Mew, with Ray. All these conversations with Ray afterwards, it's a different conversation he's having because he had that heads up. Yeah, that's true. Like, it gave him a certain level yeah, and the I and because the outcome is still the same, but he's yeah, yeah. It's just how he approaches it is different. Okay. For me, I was like the outcome, no matter what, was going to be the same because this info was going to get to Mew and all that kind of stuff, and this was going to be bad and it was going to be horrible. Um, I ha- oh, speaking of sand, sorry, I had someone comment because in my video today, I was like, I hate everyone except for sand, or I dislike everybody except for sand, and someone commented like oh he's he's still like a terrible person because he started everything that led to all this stuff and he stole the audio and i'm like well the fire was there and he just handed ray the match to light the fire like he didn't start anything but i think i think it's interesting like I'm not making defenses for him. I think the parallels in a lot of the situations are really interesting because mm-hmm. he was acting out of revenge against Top when he did that. And people got really mad at him for it. The audience got really mad at him for it because how dare he do this? He ruined everything. That was not the same reaction people had to what Mew did to Boston. Or Mew did yeah, to top, did. which yeah. is also acting out of revenge of someone yep. who did something to your significant other. Yeah. Like there's so many parallels of what everyone does, and the reactions to the different characters are really interesting. Yeah. yeah. I agree. I what he I had a hard time. I was on I forgot what live I was on when we were talking about Mew and Boston situation. And there were people in the comments, and I think even someone in the live, I can't remember, that was like, well, because the way they wrote it or the way they sort of played it was Mew was this moralistic being. And so therefore, he was never going to actually use the tape because he's too good. And I want to scream because I was like, this is actually worse. 
not twisted. This, this is he had Boston on his knees. Yeah. That tape would destroy his life over what? Sleeping with someone you weren't even officially dating that you'd slept with before. Yes, it's bad, but it's not ruined my life bad. It's key my car bad. Like the, <laughs> the out it's my tires. Yeah. yeah. Like, like let's let's chill here. Leave yeah. the parents out of it, maybe. Diabolical for like the response to the betrayal was way was, out of whack. Yeah. And it yeah. was I said this in one of my videos. I was like, you know, Mew his superiority complex where he wanted to put Boston in a position where he could then say, but I would never do that. And I'm like, you just did. Don't say you wouldn't. You literally showed up at his house, put this in front of his dad, and then was like, hey, I've got all this shit on you. So you are still blackmailing him. You are yeah. actively blackmailing this man. <laughs> and it, and so I was like, when people were like, oh, but you know, he wouldn't do it. I'm like, he did. He did do it. I just, oh, and that was intense. That's what Kelly said. Like, oh my God. I rewatched his whole life. He was a begging on, he was a Boston. Boston, who has been this, we're all supposed to believe he's this big bad. Like, he's the worst of the worst. He's so evil. Everybody, get rid of Boston. Was that, that was the man that had him on his knees. You know, mm -hmm. once he got on the, his knees, in a way, top, top, top tier. Well, he takes them down. And Mew had a plan, like, he starts the episode. He hasn't even talked to Boston yet. He starts the episode saying, to deal with nasty people, you have to be nasty right back. Yeah. So he already planned, before Boston had a chance to not apologize, he was already planning to, like, seek revenge. And then he was not, I don't think he was looking for an apology when he did this whole thing. He was actively trying to, prove to him like I can take you down if I want to it was not about getting an apology from Boston it wasn't yeah. about anything other than I'm stronger than you don't mess with me and I know there's like some frustration uh that this isn't like some grand deeper like more twisty like thing and it could it could Don't still be but we're at we're at episode eight this was like my turning point like I'm right. like okay I think this is what it, just it is. is what it is yeah <laughs> But, um, yeah. but even in the midst of that, I still think the things we saw were the things we saw. We saw Mew and Top at that laser tag when he said, I know what your weakness is. It's me. That was, he collects that sort of information. Mm -hmm. So if the time is right, if you mess with me, if you, if I have to flip that switch, I am always prepared and ready. Like, I feel like that's who Mew is. Yeah. So we, we did need that information to understand him now and not like pedestal him like yeah. his friends do. He was also constantly waiting for Top to do something wrong because he was constantly testing him. Why did it have to be Boston? It wasn't, why did you do this? Right. Yep. It was, why did it have to be Boston? He knew that it was coming. Yeah. The other thing was like, because one of the things that have been bugging me, I was like, why would Boston do this? So it was like, well, if he was trying to get at Ray or all this sort of stuff, this kind of makes sense and so on. But after this episode, I'm like, yeah, okay, I get why Boston fucked me his boyfriend. After this episode and seeing it, it stripped away a lot of, I think, the mask that was over um, Mew and also, I guess, Ray for some people. Um, 
But I just looked at this and I was like, yeah, you are friends with a person for how long? And according to Chom, they've, they've basically been the third wheel of this friend group. These two are not really doing stuff with the other two in mind. They're the third wheel. And they're always shitting on you. And I and I I've literally said this since episode one. The way Mew talks about Boston, where he was like, I don't just like hook up with random people I meet. I'm not Boston. He's always dropping these lines. Yeah. And I was like, Yeah, I get it. I get why Boston fucked his boyfriend. Makes sense. Makes sense to me. <laughs> I I'm not condoning that. That was shitty. I was like, the but thing, I get it. The only thing that doesn't make sense is did he really think at no point he was going to get caught? Boston? Like, at, like at all. he really thought he was going to get away with that full force. Like, <laughs> uh, Boston, pretty Boston. If it was just the one time, like in the car, I think he could probably could have if it wasn't for Nick. But like he attacked that man so many different times. There's no oh, way nobody like, saw him. He went back afterwards into the elevator with him, and that's yeah. the only time he was turned down and then decided, I'm done. So mm-hmm. here's the thing. I don't think it's that he didn't think he was going to get caught. Top was supposed to be Top and behave the right. way Top behaves. That's true. Top messed things up by actually trying to be in a relationship <laughs> with Mew, and that is it. also when he was like, I'm out. This wasn't yeah. what I thought this was going to be. Yeah. Like, this is not and, the and game I signed up for. <laughs> I don't think he, yeah, he just didn't think he was like, well, okay. Yeah. <laughs> he really was like, oh, oh, you're serious? I'm going to go. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, I was having a little fun. Now this thing's gotten weird. Taking steps back out of the room. Yeah. Like, I don't want to be here. <laughs> Man. <laughs> I think he was actually shocked that Top pushed him off of him. I don't think he's ever had a scenario where Top would push him off of him. He just assumed Top would cave because that's, I'm not saying what happened was okay. I am saying that was the moment because that's when it stopped. That's when he stopped after that. And I think that was the moment he was like, okay, mm, this is different now. All right. Yeah. Just going to move on. Because he hadn't stopped him twice. Yeah. Two times. Right. Did not stop him. No. At all. The second time was really bad. So he. Mm. <laughs> yeah. It is. There's so much in the show. And, and then when we've got um, Adam hitting on Boston. And, and I just know, I know this is another scenario, possibly where people are going to put this back on Boston when that man has been so clear, so clear that he just wants sex. And it's yeah. going to be like, a, you broke someone's heart. You did this. And I'm like, people, if you want more from Boston, don't sleep with him. Like, it's just at this point. I'm like, who's hard no. is he breaking though? Wait, Adam. Adam, if Adam, yeah. There's a scene from the trailer where he is crying to um, Chum. Yeah. Why are these people falling in love with Boston? See, I know I'm not wired like everybody else. <laughs> and I, it's, it's it's in like real life. I know I'm not. Slowly I but get, surely, I we'll figure out. Friend, I am Kelly's the friend type. that is like, what are you doing? I am, yeah. and I get really fresh. Uh, my sister, God love her. If you're watching, sister, we've had this talk. It's fine. <laughs> get into one bad relationship after another, and I'm just like, I don't want to witness this. I but like her last relationship, I was like, don't make me be friends with this girlfriend because. 
it's going to end and then what <laughs> i'm stuck like feel like i know that sounds yeah. harsh but we as harsh as i am on these characters i am with people in real life <laughs> yeah like, I don't well we do got that. we have daddy dan now and i'm like nick i swear to god you pick the worst men oh, like the worst men and people are like oh i hope he's with dan i'm like i don't have you seen nick's like track history with picking men dan is probably a horrible red flag why did he break up with his ex which makes me sad because like it's I also his boss. garage daddy and then he said daddy gross. dan i was like oh god That's <laughs> so gross. it was gross from the minute he sat down and i think they're being yep. intentional about it they're yeah. being intentional about how these people in power take advantage of their position for younger people who are looking for a career, they're looking for a leg up, and they use that because he was hitting on him in that interview. And yeah. setting up, yeah. Why are you all talking about who you are and aren't dating in this internship interview? Why are you talking about that? Yeah. Right. Well, that was a oh, leading I question. Nick, because Nick <laughs> asked the question on how their partner was. I was like, he could have left it at we're no longer together and we didn't let a lot of people know and ended that conversation and then not go on to, but I'm looking for another one. I was like, we are not looking in this room. That's what we're not going to do. <laughs> and he's like, oh, you know, that whole flirting. Oh, you're not, you could be a student. Oh, no. I was like, you're gross. Get out of here. Yeah. <laughs> do your job, man. I was like, Nick, not again. I'm <laughs> Oh, I need, I need, I need Nick to love himself. Oh, so sad, but yes. And what the heck? There's so many things that I'm like, I want stuff and certain things and stuff cleared up. And okay, I think that maybe possibly Sand, Top, and their ex <laughs> um, had a threesome. Because Sand seems so turned off by the idea of threesomes every time mm. it's brought up. And he oh, really, and he said, like, Top stole my ex. And then someone was like, how did he steal his ex? I was like, maybe they had a threesome and the ex left with Top. Like, who knows? Yeah. Yeah. You know I want to know. Today? What? You notice that Top's outfit was he was a pilot. Oh, I had an observation about the whole party scene. Um not only their outfits matching like who they were supposed to be villains heroes whatever but the color theory behind everyone's outfits was really interesting as well all that. three of like the villains ray mew yeah. and boston who's just everyone's villain all were wearing red sand was wearing white and he's the like savior in the, the episode mm -hmm. Uh, Top was literally dressed like a hero in green and then Toom and Alice were in gray and they're like the neutral ones. So even if they didn't do it intentionally, they accidentally fell into like No, I think they, 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 threw, they threw everything in here. I'm pretty sure there was a whole color. And I was yeah. like, I remember them mentioning it, Jojo, and I was just like, I can't focus on another thing in this series. It's I too don't much. follow them. Yeah. It's when, you know, uh, Jojo was like, oh, the next episode will be sweet, right? With only a little headache. I'm like, first off, I don't trust a single fucking thing you say. Because even when you had a sweet episode, it was depressing as hell. Especially when you watch more episodes. Which and you're like, was that was not sweet. sweet. The date it's one. Not, I, no, nothing the about the multiple the date one. The last time I was here. <laughs> 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 
Yeah, and so it, I actually had an interesting theory. So people keep bringing up the Harley and Joker thing to me about the fact that that was who they were, which I mean, I know that's who they were, but I kept trying to tell them, I was like, you do realize that the Harley and the Joker that they presented are in two different movies, right? Like, yeah. they made the Joker from like his. From like, the Joker. Yeah, from the Joker. And then they had Harley like from Suicide Squad. Yeah. And like, doesn't two very different people, and they are in love with two very different people. And doesn't yeah. Harley kill the Joker in one of the in this comic books? In the comic books, in but the comic books maybe, but that's not the point. Like it's know. not like the so. the Jim, Harley, <laughs> but like the Harley in, in uh, Suicide Squad, the Joker that that one is in love with is mm-hmm. not the same one that is presented in the Joker. Yeah, right. And I was like, you do realize that they might be looking like they should belong in the same movie, but they are not part of the same movie. Yeah, oh, I, I like that. Nice. When I watched it, my only thought was, damn, Harley kills the Joker. Like, I don't know if that's, that's true. What, that's what I was thinking. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to Google it. <laughs> uh, do it. Because I don't, I don't, I mean, I'm probably, I, don't think I haven't, I, I I haven't don't read think all the comics. Are, I don't even know if Joker's ever died. She shoots the Joker dead. Oh, nice. Harley knows who she is now. What she has always had. This death thing keeps coming up, you guys. Okay, Ah. I didn't pay attention to the lyrics to the song at the end, but if they Mm. were showing the lyrics, anytime they show the lyrics to a song, I feel like there's a, a purpose and I didn't. I didn't pay attention, but yeah, what she has, wait, let me read it. Harley knows who she is now, what she has always had the strength to do, and she shoots the Joker Joker dead. Before his life ends, Jack returns for a brief moment, long enough to say goodbye and recognize that everything will be all right. Who's Jack? Joker. Joker, Jack, yeah. What is that from? The blurb. But they were... Two people who couldn't give each other up. Curse of the White Knight. Sorry, yeah. Curse of the White Knight. Mm. Curse yeah. of the White Knight. <laughs> yeah. No, that's a lot. No, that's a lot, right? Yeah, like that's, that's a lot, lot of subtext. <laughs> yeah, there's so much. So much subtext. This show is like, like. But you know, I was gonna say mm-hmm. it's like college thesis work, but he said that he was highlighting a lot of the work he did in school as a writer and as well as like teaching writing, like he wanted to showcase. That's why there's so much happening in it because he wrote a story designed in a way that he could showcase a lot of the things he learned in yeah. writing skills yeah. and things like that. Was it? Really liked of- it. Hmm? I was just gonna say the reason I really liked it is because the Joker that um, Cow's outfit resembles Walking um, Phoenix is, Joker is the Walking Phoenix one, and it's literally the showing of the descent of Do- Joker into Joker. Yeah. And I was like, "Yeah, <laughs> symbolizing we his heavy. spiral." I was like, <laughs> "I got uh, that." Was why I liked it because it was just that symbolic. I was like, "I don't know if that was on purpose or stylist or just genius, yeah. but like, I like it like that." I'm gonna mm-hmm. go with it's showing his descent. I. Everyone keeps thinking this is going to be his turnaround, and I think it's going to get a whole. No, it's going to get worse. I. He got away with it. He did. If this is the eighth time we've said, oh, you know, maybe this time it's not this time. (laughs) Yeah. 
this is the eighth time. It's not this time. No. Uh, no, but if if he goes back to being the soft, pathetic one in the next episode, wouldn't that mean that it's Ray? Ray's wait, say that again. Say his what? POV. Oh, Ray or Sand? No, I thought it was Ray's POV. Yeah, I mean, but we know sand. most likely it'd be Ray or Sand, but like I think at least Sand, though he might be soft towards him, he knows that he's not. Well, he seems very upset with him. Yeah, so I don't see him giving a casting him sympathetically and his yeah. POV. And when when he went and got those drugs and and like hid those drugs and grabbed Ray, I was like, Sand, this is oh my god, I was so nervous. And then they were both being held by the police and Ray is fighting. They're like and they're all screaming at Ray and they're like, Don't struggle, all this stuff. I oh my god, I was so nervous. I just I was like, This oh, is just- seconds seconds away from getting even worse and it was oh it was so nerve-wracking okay yeah. you know what i saw on oh, i just need to not read did you did you read. think about they it further like, at, at least sand showed up to help ray this all these people who hate the friends for not being there for ray were like celebrate they're so obsessed they're so up in it with ray that they no. do not care about the danger of the people around him. I'm like, yeah. Sand would have gone to jail or worse, and he didn't yeah. do anything wrong. Oh, I've but- seen a lot of a lot of comments that are like, he needs better friends. Like, what? What better friends would do anything differently than what is currently happening? He is in charge of his own actions. Better friends aren't going to change the way that he talks to people the way he treats people like they've all tried oh when he used his mom against Chum in that argument i was, was so, so angry such a low so low. livid livid that he would do that oh and yet at yeah. the same time i wasn't surprised no <laughs> this was the would- least surprising episode <laughs> Yeah, but I think it's because we've been watching the whole thing. We like we. I think, at least for me, I think I've been watching it. And if this is Boston's POV, then I guess the entire time I've been watching it from Boston's POV because I was like, "There's something really off with everybody." Yeah, yeah. And I was like, and his was the most straightforward. Like it was a less. It nothing was really fluffy. Nothing was right. really like yeah. more than what it was or less than what it was. It was like, if anything, like Mew and Ray were acting way more like volatile but yeah. for all we know they really were vi- volatile because like he's been saying that there's something wrong with the entire thing the whole time yeah he's the only consistent one <laughs> yeah oh my god and chum said something to boston and adam when they were out um sitting by the pool and uh, you know boston was like oh you know he wants advice you know because of the breakup and all this stuff. And Chum was like, he can't even address and fix his own problems. He is not the person you should be seeking advice up, um, from for these things. And I was like, oh my God, finally someone just explained this really well and called it out. I mean, but of course it wasn't going to change anything. You got like a horny young guy who's like, yeah, I think you're hot. That was going to go a certain way. For the beginning. I liked Boston's response back though, that he was like, 
he can't talk to me about advice. He obviously doesn't want to talk to you either. Like, that's what I was like, when he's like, it's your brother, like, you handle it. Like, I was just chilling out here. Like, people just keep showing up. I just wanted to drink. <laughs> I'm just here to be here. <laughs> Because this man was literally just like, stuff just happens to me. I'm like, that doesn't just happen to you, but you would view it that way. Oh, he I does. He totally does. What, did, what does Truman expect him to do when, like, what, what does, I think my question is, what does Chum expect uh, Boston to do to fix I, the problem? No, he goes, I can't talk to you. Oh, I'm, a, I'm a screw up. What did he say? He's like, I'm a social pariah, pariah, outcast, a social. Yeah, the way the lack of reaction he had to Mew antagonizing him and Top, he was just like, okay. (laughs) He had the same when it was by the pool last episode when Ray was like, you've got, he's talking to Top, he's like, you've got Boston now. And Top was like, oh my God, leave me out of this. I'm just sitting here. <laughs> like he's always like, "Oh, why is this happening?" Like, dude, you know why it's happening. Yeah. <laughs> what I really think that... Boston is that kind of mentality that when he's done, he's done, and yeah. he can't yeah. understand why you're all keep going. And he's like, oh, "I finished with him." So why yeah. So I'm done. I don't done. actually want him. I'm like legit done. It's like, so <laughs> are we still like? He really can't understand why this is still a point of it conversation. Would... That would explain a little maybe why he didn't apologize because he's like, guys, this is old news. I'm over it. Why are you over it? It's like brand new news to everyone else. Yeah. And he really didn't. I don't think there were a ton. Like he was like, I just wanted it one more time. So it really wasn't. There's no fault here. I did nothing wrong. I just borrowed him. He was like, I'm good. Borrowed him. Checked him out from the library, you know? He died multiple times after that one time. So no. Yeah. <laughs> you didn't just want one more time. But they only know about one. So like right. it only plausible deniability. <laughs> Man. Oh my gosh. My friend who I watched the show the episode with, um, afterwards they were like, Wow, Ray was right. <laughs> I feel like Boston really does pick up with people in that dark room. <laughs> Dying. <laughs> mm-hmm. Because of next week's episode. Why does Ray know? God, I need to understand Boston and Ray's relationship so very badly. We still don't know. And it is the piece that is missing in this puzzle. And I know they're dragging it out. I need to know. They waited how long to give us Boston's? How long to get us to a point? People were like this. They were like, I never thought I'd get to the point where like, I'm not as mad at Boston and Top as I am everyone else. And I was like, well, I'm not surprised. Everyone else. Who has had repeat episodes? Top? No, I'm sorry. Mew? Mew. Ray? Ray? But I I don't Ray's was a real repeat, remember? Because we said episode two was everybody, not... People don't feel like it... Oh, because of the... But no, I I don't know. To me, I don't think they're trying to... Ray was the end credit for episode two, but episode two was the talking heads. So people right. are, are like, no, it was the talking heads. But I'm like, I just don't think, I don't think they're trying to be that clever. I think there's like, they have a formula and they're sticking to it. Yeah. 
That's just the one episode that like stands out stylistically the most. I'm almost wondering if they'll bring that one back towards the end when something else goes wrong. Yeah. Because it doesn't, like all the other ones, the different styles, at least it still went with the show. Versus that one was very unorthodox and not at all related. It would have made sense as a style for an episode one. Yeah. Yeah, that's what's that's what I was that's what that's what I think. Yeah. Um uh, but but the way I mean if we wanna I just don't I don't know. I I feel like you shouldn't have to add this much to a story to make it work, but it works if we go with sincerely a theory of like he's trying things out, he's trying he's figuring things out, and so he's tried something different with episode two with the talking heads, and he was like, Bah, that doesn't work, and he went back to his original Oh, for like the overall Yeah, Yeah, so if he's working out Oh, going to do this movie and how it's going to work. And he has this concept for episode one where the, the outro gotcha. is perfect POV. And then he goes to two and he's like, well, what if we do this? What if we do it more like a documentary style? And he's like, Bleh, that didn't work. And then he goes right back to what he did before. It's, it explains it away. I just don't feel like by now, I don't know. I think, yeah, I don't think we have to dig super deep for this stuff. Right. I think, yeah. I think they're they've got a formula and they're sticking to it. It's my yeah. Guess. Yeah. Are you okay, Shannon? Hmm? I was just thinking. Yeah. I was like thinking about the like. I because I was thinking about that theory because um, Nick, when he was talking to his new boss, and they and they were talking about a movie and all this other sort of stuff. I was like, oh, maybe there is a little something here to sincerely theory about. Oh yeah. Yeah. Well, because well, he said it was a big project and stuff like that, and I was like, "Yeah, maybe, maybe it's something." I mean, they're good, good source material. No drama. There's twelve Great. episodes. Yes. Yeah. I, well, according to MDL, there's twelve. Yeah. Right. It would have made sense to have two episode, obviously math, two episodes for each character, mm-hmm. POV wise. But that would mean we'd get no more Ray and no more Mew going forward, and I don't think that's. We'd get like that. another top, another Boston, another sand, which would be fun. I would like that, but I don't think that's someone, how it's going to work out. Someone says in the next episode, it looks like Nick and Sand might hook up, but we still don't know if Mew is going to, not Mew, Mix will be in this. And and he was seen on set. Oh. Yeah. I'm just saying, if, me, if Mix is the X and it was a threesome and we get a first, first, Force and mix threesome. I think the internet might break. Let's <laughs> hey, first she didn't go with this. Oh, that's where Shannon's going. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I should have known. I should have known. The guy in the trailer that was hitting on Mew for next week's mm, episode. Mm-hmm. Do we know him already? Have we met him? Or is that just a random guy? I didn't recognize him, but honestly, okay. there's so many people that like. It's a lot in the bars that I don't really I'm not yeah. sure I would have caught it. I'd have to watch the whole thing again, and I'm not. Right. Okay. Oh, just... We didn't talk about yo and plug yeah. oh, because yeah. that was some like I was like, oh look, it's Ray and Sand with their trauma in the future. <laughs> it's like we're Sand was... can't get close to anyone because he's been whipped around like this so much. Some, someone on my video mentioned that it was probably symbolism. I'm like, I don't need symbolism for a relationship I, I see so often from another relationship I know nothing about. 
Like it did. Yeah. To me, this was him. Tell he he is also trying to fit in different aspects of queer love and queer stories and queer relationship. And this was a story he was he's putting a lot in this basket. And I don't. I could hate on it, but if he's thinking this is my one shot with a, sh- a place like GMM, I'm going to get mm. as much story that never yeah. gets told in here as possible. And if we look at this from the trans woman perspective and we hear that discussion from that perspective, that's mm-hmm. a, it's a valid, relatable story for someone. And so yeah. I think that's all that really was. I don't think it's, yeah. Some of this yeah, stuff, I'm ready to say yeah. it's not deeper. I, I think know. it's just crying though i was not prepared for jenny crying i could not know i did not know how affected sad because we don't ever see it i know to see and and the fact that she could have had those conversations like that's the realism that hit me and i was like the only thing that bothers me is like i was like i i would like to then see more of it It, like i get i get what you're saying about no not enough room but I would like it to matter to the whole plot and see more of it, but I wonder if that was just part of the things that get cut out kind of thing. Yeah. Like they showed more of their relationship through before, yeah. but then they it ended up on the cutting room floor because like you got to see them hanging out with Ray when he was just talking about trying to steal sand for mm. a party. Like <laughs> you could tell that there was more scenes with them because they had a very close relationship between all of I- them. I wouldn't be shocked if the trans storyline is the one they were willing to cut, mm. you know, company yeah, wise and other things. And maybe they, they kept the lesbians. Huh? Oh, well, yeah, that would make sense. They've the lesbians, lesbians have, been, have been pretty yeah. cut down too. And they just kept it to the core. But I mean, of, of everything, the trans community. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Othered in a major way. And so, I mean, we don't get. When have we, other than Secret Crush on You, you know, having, and even with the trans character in Secret Crush, Crush on You, we didn't get as much, uh, we didn't get like a Ginny version of that character. They went yeah. like to the line, but not fully over it um, with how the character was portrayed. So, because I still have people today watching it going, oh, that character's trans. Like they didn't understand that that character was trans. Here um, or in Secret Crush on You? In Secret, Secret Crush on You. Oh, okay. Oh, no, that makes sense. There was some, there's some things where I've wondered, like Mew as a character, I wonder if the writers realized the character they were writing. Like, I think they do. Or if it was like, we're just going to write like a mm-hmm. nice, innocent person. And I'm seeing the person they wrote. And I'm like, hey, I've met people like this. I, I and they're conniving and superior and holier than thou. And they're a-holes. And so I'm like, we'll know by the end, but I'm very yeah. worried that that's true. <laughs> they accidentally <laughs> wrote a, an emotionally abusive person on accident. Yeah, and they didn't realize, and they were like, "Well, oh, this is just like a really good character." And I'm like, "No, no." Like, because there's a lot of people that don't view him as emotionally manipulative, and a lot of people just think he's the good guy. If they don't think that after today, though, I might write. They don't. They blame Ray. They oh, also yeah. blame Top. They're like, yeah. he deserves it. Yeah. Constantly. He deserves it. That's that's my my thing with Mew is I'm like, every decision Mew has made is a decision he could have made. And like before, like this was just, and it's also like the, the drugs and the alcohol have 
amplified his bad traits. So everything you're seeing and you're like, oh, this is really bad, blah, blah. That was him. It's amplified. Yeah. At the moment. Yeah. There I is th that. Oh, sorry. Go ahead, CJ. No, go ahead. Uh, I was going to say there is the, oh, my sweet baby. That is what's happening. Mm. So you get, oh, my sweet baby for Ray, and you get, oh, my sweet baby for Nick, and you get, oh, my sweet baby for Mew. The others are not given that no. edit. No. So they are not given any allowances because they're not, oh, my sweet baby. I just want to yeah. waddle him up. Those are those, those three characters. Anyone who is willing to defend and explain away any of their wrongdoing are the oh my sweet babyers of yeah. that character. The I think it's so frustrating. Like as someone who does view Mew as emotionally manipulative, it just because I've been in an emotionally abusive relationship and had to constantly justify the fact that I was in an emotionally abusive relationship to people who were like oh it wasn't that's just like he was just being whatever I'm like no like I was constantly brought down brought down brought down you have to like defend the fact that you were hurt and now it's it feels like similar in the same vein where I'm like I have to defend the fact that he is not this innocent guy because yeah. people are dismissive of the actions because it hasn't happened to them and they don't see it as that bad because there are other people doing tan like That's tangibly right. bad things mm -hmm. cheating and drugs like like that no. was <laughs> one of my things always people are always like well what about Boston? what about top and i was like they are in your face red flags you can so easily see them. You can easily see all of these flaws and all the things they're doing wrong, and they're in their like really horrible decisions. And you can easily avoid them if you choose. Yeah, I'm like, and Mew is just so subtle, so sneaky. It never comes off as violent. It never comes off as intense. It's just so small, and it really does stick with me. The fact that he told Ray like, "I can't keep being your emergency contact," and then called Ray when he didn't have somewhere to stay. Or the whole thing with the cookie with Top, where he's like, hey, I've got this boundary, I've got these things, but I'm going to act in this manner that will imply that I'm okay with more at the moment when I'm not. And yeah. it was just, and you I'm also, really, hmm? You can also see the effects of what Mew did in Top. Because if you saw Top interact with anyone else, the way he was with Ray, the way he was with Boston, the way he was with Nick when Nick came and talked to him, he was like this very confident, cocky guy who, and even in episode one, when he meets Mew, he's like very into himself, very cocky, very confident, putting himself out there. And now we look at him in the last two episodes and he's just like the most pathetic and sad guy. That doesn't just happen. It happens because the person you're in a relationship with made like took you down, did everything to say, you're not that great. You're not like everything you do is wrong. I'm just waiting for you to do something wrong. Like you mm -hmm. become that person because yeah, of the actions happening against you and oh sorry and then doing that to someone who you already knew was coming in with baggage like yeah. 
beating them up for the bag. You chose to date this person. Right. <laughs> Why are you dating them and then telling them how awful they are? It's like, well, well then walk on. Like, what are we doing here? Yeah. A tough scene was when um, they did, right, they did coke, they did all this stuff, and then Ray leans in to kiss Mew, and Mew does not. Oof. Very much there, I'm like, listen, this man, coked out of his mind, still did not want to kiss Ray. That is so telling. For, it's, it's like what I said. The choices he made are choices he would have made before. Because yeah. sober or high, he was not wanting to kiss Ray. And that was something coming around. I yep. may be reaching, but I think he also wanted Top to know with oh, Ray yeah. there that he used drugs. Yep. Yeah. This was yeah, not. What was that? <laughs> oh, yeah. He did not need to do that. Extra. Yeah. Yeah. He was yeah. so extra. I was like, you know. Well, that's not necessary at this moment in time. Yeah. And then you think that like Ray is passed out on the couch, which I get. He has put everyone through so much. But Mew is being laid down in the bed and cared for. And it makes me so furious because I'm like, is Mew going to get the talk that Ray got? Where they're like, you know, why do you decide to do this? We were the third wheel, all this stuff. I'm like, is Mew going to get that conversation? Because Mew, like, he's been so consistent in his decisions that he's just yeah yeah it's frustrating i really don't think i i mean chum is only mad at the others chum is not mad at Mew. no she thinks he's a victim and everything yeah this She's is another, go ahead no go ahead if this is another boston point of view it still comes across as though boston is not super mad at Mew. and i really want to know what the hell everyone's dynamic is there yeah what is it? The fact she, that you I was gonna say, there. no, she's friends that hate each other. Chum was more pissed that they messed up her bestie relationship with Mew. Yeah, yeah, because she was like, "Who do I hang out with now?" And I'm like, you "So you're whole not girlfriend. friends with anyone else?" Because right? Like, yeah. She was like, "Mew and I used to. He used to come to me. We used to be together. Now he's with stupid Ray, and I got nobody." I'm like, well, "Buster, you." What? <laughs> Why is more like I was like listening. I was like, if he's hanging out with Ray, hey. couldn't you also hang out with Ray? Because you hung out with Ray before with Boston. What was Boston needing to be there for? Does like does yeah. Boston have to be there for you to also be involved? Like, I'm very confused how your guys' friendship works. <laughs> I need their origin story. How did they become friends? How oh, did this, I love it. Especially now knowing that Chong is not rich. How did, because let's be clear, like it's very class, especially in Thailand, that classism is yeah. real, real distinct. So how mm -hmm. did she end up at this school? How did she end up in this circle? Yeah. I really want to, they're confusing. I've seen a lot of people be like, we need a season two, which I think is funny. We haven't seen the end. No. It's preemptive no. to say that, but I would love a prequel. A prequel yeah. season yeah, would be fun. <laughs> There's too many questions, and I'm afraid they're not going to get answered. No. Yeah. I just, I'm really worried that they tried to, they wrote like the nicest, sweetest character they could. And we're sitting here like, this man is crazy, emotionally abusive. Yeah. Like, I am. But wondering. we are in the minority of people who think that. So for a lot of people, they did successfully write a sweet, innocent person. 
I can maybe I can maybe reframe my brain to think it in all the ones before. Maybe. But this one, I cannot sit there and be like, that man is not amusingly abusive. He's just hurt. I was like, that's not hurt. <laughs> but they that's... will. Oh, I'll say the other thing that I'm, I'm noticing now in some of my conversations, there's a lot of people who uh, identify with Mew. And so when we say that, they're mm. like, is that what now? Emotionally. Uh, 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 you know uh, I mean? Well, people don't realize no. they are. <laughs> there was a particular person I was going back and forth with. And they finally said that to me. And I was like, Oh, I'm gonna oh. stop. Yeah. <laughs> He's yeah. gonna walk into something that I don't think either one of us want to walk I'm into. I'm not qualified to diagnose this. <laughs> yeah. Walk away. I that with the Ray stuff when I was like, "Whoa, Ray kissed me without consent." This is essay all this kind of stuff. That was when I was hit full on with all this, and I was like, "Well, fuck, guys. Okay." Um, that was a lot. That got really, really intense. But but you know what? That video has come back to be pretty fucking spot on. Yeah. So maybe, <laughs> um, <laughs> like, damn. So maybe a few episodes from now, we're gonna be like, oh fuck, that's what we said about you. That's yeah. pretty fucking spot on. Because people, uh, when I did that Ray video, they were just like, well, we don't really know a lot, and he's done this, and his friends haven't done this, and all this kind of stuff, and he's you know trying better, and he apologized, and he recognizes what he did wrong. All of that is fucking blown out the window the last two episodes. None of like all of it's gone. Any excuse, any like justifying race behavior from what happened in the earlier episodes gone. There's nothing you can do because it was just like we're back to square one again. Yeah. Again. I I went back to my episode one video where I said because I didn't even have to do with the show it was more about my problem with people saying that the friends were bad they were saying that at episode one and yeah. um, I said what did I say when you are dealing with a self-destructive person that's dealing with abuse um, um, they they may destroy you too mm -hmm. and I was like this was that episode of like there was some bringing down of Mew. Let's be real. Like he was, he was comfortable with taking Mew into his world. He, there was no like, you shouldn't be doing this. No, don't be oh, like yeah. me. He, yeah. he was, uh, he was like a friend. He can't stop down himself. Here How would he stop anybody yeah. else? Yeah. So I, I feel like, and and the destruction, of, but less Mew, more Sand. He's going to take he's gonna sand, sand down with yeah. him. Yeah, because he's already had a really strong impact in the friend group. And I don't think people recognize the echoes of Ray's behavior within that friend group. Two years. We know all we know about is two years. Can you yeah. imagine two years of this? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Why? Oh, you had to go. Okay. A little one. So CJ, anything you want to add? No, I think we've pretty much covered everything. Yeah. <laughs> all right. <laughs> close out for this week everybody thank you for joining us uh we will see you next week sandra oh, hey. ah. <laughs> thank okay. you for having me again thank you for coming yeah. <laughs> so glad you're here bye, bye. bye.